welcome to StockTwits After Hours, where we provide a quick rundown of the day's market action from the folks at StockTwits, the largest community of investors in the universe. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to StockTwits After Hours. I'm your host, Riley Rosenberg, alongside head trader at trading experts, Shake Prisby. Shake, today is Monday, December 7th. Major indices were pretty quiet. Was there any major news driving the market today? So pretty quiet day in the markets. We've been getting stimulus headlines back and forth. Whether Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell is going to announce a $908 billion package or not, the market needs to see a deal get papered before year end because it seems a stimulus package is getting priced into this equity run. If we don't see a deal done by year end, it could definitely spur some selling. But for now, we continue to rise on stimulus hopes. Airbnb and DoorDash are expected to begin trading later this week. Do you expect we'll see any magic from these unicorns? Um, We've been talking about Airbnb going public all year. and They're finally set to debut this week. They've waited out much of the pandemic as we've seen travel come to a halt. Then they wanted to wait out the election, and now it's finally go time. Airbnb was initially targeting a price range of 44 to 50, but recently upped the range to 56 to 60, which would allow them to raise around $3 billion. Generally, when we see a company up their price range pre-IPO, It's because there's huge demand for the stock, which is often a great sign for the IPO. This would give the company a valuation around $42 billion. The wild part here is that their latest round of funding in April was valued at $18 billion, as in eight months ago. So going public is investors seriously cashing out. In my opinion, this IPO can definitely run once they debut, though, just because of the name recognition and the absurd moves we've seen in the hottest stocks this year, especially in the IPO market. So how about DoorDash? Do you think we'll see Dash dart higher on the open? So if we're saying Airbnb is cashing out, then what DoorDash is doing is a whole nother level. Because of the pandemic and uptick in food delivery, this company has seen revenue grow about 270% year over year, which is how they achieved a profitable quarter. Do these earnings normalize once we're past the pandemic? Investors have to keep that in the back of their mind. This isn't by any means a new market. Grubhub has been public for years. They haven't been anything special stock-wise. Uber has Uber Eats, which has a stronghold of market share. And the positive aspect here is that it's Uber's fastest growing revenue segment. They were targeting a price range of 75 to 85. They also upped their range to 85 to 95, which would allow them to raise over $3 billion as well. That would put them at a valuation of $35 billion when their latest round of private funding was valued at $16 billion. That was in February, I believe. But to me, this looks like DoorDash is just cashing out on the work-from-home craze when its sector is at its hottest point. Can the IPO run? Definitely. Definitely in this crazy market. But I'm not as excited about this one as I am Airbnb. Palantir popped 20% after it was reported that the company won a three-year contract with the US FDA. Is this contract big news for the company coming up? So anytime you can get some government money, it's good news, right? No one's got money like the money printers, huh? So, uh, But this is a huge deal for Palantir. It's worth $44.4 million. Government work is a huge part of Palantir's revenue stream, and they brought in $163 million last quarter from that alone. So they had revenue of $290 million in their last report. So right off the bat, we know that they're getting a 15% boost in revenue from this contract alone. The deal is focused on powering drug reviews and inspections, and this is after securing contracts from the U.S. Army, National Institutes of Health, and an aerospace customer totaling $163 million they disclosed just last quarter. So this is clearly where Palantir wins, and it seems the future is pretty bright. Coupa Software reported earnings after the close. The stock is up 4% after hours, but how is Coupa's quarter? 
So Coupa continues to be a growth leader, and these earnings prove that even further. They help businesses automate their budgeting and expenditures, helping companies maximize every dollar spent, and they have a strong hold on that subsector of the software market. Top and bottom line beat with billings up 33% year over year, subscription sales up 31% in that time, raising fiscal guidance for both Q4 as well as the next fiscal year. This one's definitely one to watch tomorrow. Stitch Fix is soaring after hours. The company reported earnings and the stock is within a few points of all-time highs. What stood out from the company's quarter? Man, absolutely monstrous earnings out of Stitch Fix, which is why we're seeing the company up a cool 30% after hours. They crushed these numbers. They brought in $6.9 million for the quarter when consensus was looking like $2.7 million. So these are the types of moves you see when a company beats their consensus EBITDA numbers by 155%. They're also raising next year's fiscal guidance. So everything you want to see is happening out of Stitch Fix. Can they continue to run? That's anyone's best guess. A lot of the juice was taken out of this 30% after hours move. In this market though, investors are in love with earnings growth. So naturally I'm expecting Stitch Fix to become a pretty hot stock going forward. All righty, Shake. Well, that's all we've got for today. We'll catch you again tomorrow after hours. Sounds good. You've been listening to Stock Twits After Hours. To learn more and subscribe today, visit StockTwits.com. All opinions expressed by the host and podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of StockTwits or their affiliates. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a recommendation to buy or sell any security. The podcast is also not a research report and is not intended for the basis of any investment decision. Guests may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast.